Thank you. I'm good, baby. Thank you so much. Charles, I'm gonna be honest. I could dig you know, it. When people ask that, yeah, we never say. Like, oh, I'm good. How are you? No, I'm tired, Charles. That's fair. How are it's, you today? I'm I'm okay. I am I'm a little tired. Um, work is crazy uh, at the moment. Um, but um, I felt this energy today. I was just like, I gotta save some. I gotta save yeah. some. Yes. Because it's been quite a few months. A lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of in-betweens. Um, and yes, uh, we have not been consistent uh, with our shows. But that's okay. That's okay. Is because dating ever consistent? No. Amen. Talk about it. You see what I did there? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, because it's not always consistent. It's not always what you think it's going to be. You know, you have it in your head. It's going to be one way. And then things just so happen to go left. Y'all, yeah, forming an LLC is a lot of work. (laughs) It's the behind the scenes that is very, like, laborious. Mm-hmm. It is so much that goes into making something that we do for fun 
something yeah. that now we have to be professionals at. And it's a lot of work and we didn't know it was going to be this much. So for all of those business owners out there and those entrepreneurs that do this on a day-to-day basis, salute. Like, salute times two million. Because this ain't for the week. No. It ain't. It's, it's not for the week. It, it's, it's a different type of draining. Yeah. Mentally, um, mentally, for sure. Yeah, and, and, and it, it, it's one of those um, cyclical uh, things that you hate but love at the same time. Right, right. It's something that All you these, love, yeah. but you hate to go through the laborious part, oh, which yeah. also fuels your love for it, which also makes you <laughs> hate the laborious parts of it. It's, yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Because we we don't want to make it seem like we're going to work. Like, right? I I worked from 7.05 to 4.35. I never want to feel like, oh, I'm going to my second job. I didn't, we did not do this to work like we did at our first job. We still want to keep the fun. Not saying that it's not work. I'm not saying that at all. But I want to make sure that I'm having fun while I'm working and not get to a point where I'm dreading going to, you know, do the talk. Yes. I agree. We're not there yet. We are far from there. No, we're, we're, we're nowhere near feeling drained and, 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 uh, um, the, the desire hasn't left us for doing, uh, this, this, this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, it's still something. It's still something, you know, because it's still things that you got to work on, you know. And it yeah. goes, and it honestly, it ties into our topic for tonight. Ooh. Okay, we're talking about losing control, like losing control in your relationship. Now, when we say that, the very first thing you think you think of losing control you think that you is giving the impression of being possessive like oh you got to control this person and you they're they're slipping away from you no we're not saying that mm-hmm. not saying that at all mm-hmm. what we're saying is when you think your relationship is going well then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, something changes, and what you thought you had a grip on, as far as like the encompassing of your relationship, is now spiraling out of control. What do you do with it? How are you supposed to navigate it? Are you supposed to help the person? Are you supposed to? Like, are you supposed to just walk away from it? I mean, they tell you, you know, you're going to have hard times. You got to work on it. You know, what do you do when someone in the relationship is spiraling and is dragging you down with them spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially? How do you deal? Yeah. How do you know when the... When do you grab the reins and be like, hold on? Do you call out, mayday, mayday? 
Yeah, I mean, the screen is going down. Yeah, I, I'm thinking um, a question to pose to you, and then our mm-hmm. answer is outside of dating and relationships. You know, when was the last time you truly felt like you weren't in control of the situation, and what did you do? And do you apply that same mm. energy to when you're in a relationship or when mm. you're dating? Mm. I want to say for me, and I think we've talked about, I don't know, did we talk about this? The one, one We talked about this one particular person, but I don't think we've talked about this particular incident no. on the show. Okay. okay. Where I felt completely out of control. Like there was nothing that I could do but sit and watch this play out until I was in a space where I felt, okay, now I can grab the reins. Um, I was dating this one person and we went uh, down to visit her peoples um, down on the Eastern shore. I'm not mm. a sexual person. So I rode with her. We had a pretty good day and everything. We got to uh, her people's house and her parent was being really, you know, charismatic, funny to me, uh, jovial and everything. Um, and uh, the parent was making a, a few jokes at her expense, but in my opinion, they were literally just jokes. The person I was seeing felt like it was disrespectful of me to laugh at the jokes that her parent was giving. And she said, you know what? Since you find her so funny, you find your own way home. Got left up, got up, left out of the house, got her truck and drove. I remember (laughs) you were done that day. You were like, it's a wrap. It was Sunday evening around 1030 at night. Did the parent offer to take you home? I live in Baltimore. (laughs) I don't remember if the parent even had a car. I think she did. But it was a lot. It was a whole lot that happened in that 15 minutes of complete unknown uncertainty. How the do I deal with this? Who do I call? And Sunday night, 10.30, to be like, hey, look, you want to take a two-hour drive down the Eastern Shore to bring me back home? Oh. Who do I call? Ooh. Besides Jesus? Besides Jesus. And I, last time I checked, that man been sitting up in heaven for the last 2,000 years. Yeah, because, so, I mean, that was a literal, like, Jesus take the wheel moment. But uh, so yeah. eventually, the person I was seeing again, she came back, 
and I got in the car and I was just like, all right, Charles, what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? This person has manipulated you into this situation. She has tried to exert some form of dominance, ex- had tried to downplay you, punk you, make you feel less than what do you do? I am completely and utterly out of control. I have nothing that I can do or say. I don't know this area. I don't know anything. So I rode in silence. Fuming. I know. When I say I was fuming, Listen, listen. I don't know if, if if anybody out there understands or have ever experienced the rage of an Aquarian, but it's unlike anything you've ever seen. It's unlike. It, it takes a long time to get us to a certain level. But once we're there, baby, it's there. So I literally sat in silence for two hours oh my gosh because there was nothing I could say what could I say because I knew everything that was going to come out of my mouth was going to be and expletive expletives everything and all it would have to do is for all she would have to do was stop the car and say get out right and then I would have had to come pick you up on the side (laughs) of the road and then I would have been giving you expletives like, how the beep did you let this beep take you to beep, beep, beep? Yeah. So I held my tongue literally to the point I could taste the blood in my mouth from literally biting my tongue. Because I had to, to keep me from, like, I can literally taste the blood in my mouth. Ooh, like that copper metallic taste. That I will, yes, I will never forget it. Never forget it. It wasn't until I, we were back in Baltimore and we were close enough to where I can like, if something was to pop off, I could take that bop and get to my car. Easy peasy, whatever. But I even held my tongue even more till I can actually visually see my vehicle and I was like yes God thank you when I say I unloaded on this person and I mean unloaded I mean I I honestly can't even remember everything that I said so that's why when she sees me it's it's a side eye <laughs> it better be <laughs> I, I give her the same side eye back so we're mm. just side eyeing each other at this point mm. but much deserved oh yes because you guys weren't in a similar gotcha mm-hmm. y'all running a similar so, so in that in that instance you literally were not in control so how mm. did that make you feel knowing that you were pretty much at her mercy to yeah to get home how did that make you feel as a man i felt helpless i felt helpless i felt diminished i felt 
less than. I felt stupid because I didn't drive. I felt um <laughs> I, I felt I felt I felt I felt even stupider for not <laughs> taking up on because all right, so we were at an event for her parents. And at the event, a couple of her friends were there. One of her friends was giving me mad rhythm. And I one of her friends that knew you were there with her was giving you rhythm. Was she like licking her lips or was she just like flirting? I mean, here, the touching, the laughing at the jokes. Y'all know how y'all do. Y'all know how y'all do. Y'all know how y'all do. I mean, everything. It was all. It was all of that plus. And I didn't take her up when I was just like, mm, it ain't. So she, so she did lick her lips. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, ah. But yeah, and but that's her friend. That was her friend. That was her friend. Girl, if you if you watching this, you need to reevaluate your friend circle. I don't know if I don't know if it was a test or Shorty was really feeling me, whatever. I don't know. But when women, sis, if you're watching this, woman to woman, we don't have to be amiga to amiga. We don't have to be friends. If your homegirl is flirting with your man, you need to reevaluate that title of friend, sis. Because woo, my friends would never. I'm done. Short and sweet. Big. Listen. That was that was something. So yeah. So how do you navigate being out of control of something that you can't do anything about? It's hurtful. It's it's mind-blowing. It makes you feel less than when someone is taking advantage of your kindness, your heart, your love. Yes. And they're abusing it. Yes. And you're out of control. How do you navigate it? Have you ever been in a situation like that where you felt like this, this relationship has just gone off the rails? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think the same method that I use at work is what I use in that relationship. I can I can honestly say I did not find my voice, my true voice, to stand up for myself until 2019. So mm-hmm. from 1985 until 2019, I pretty much took life laying down. Um, I was all about people pleasing, but my happiness always came last because I thrived off of the happinesses of others. So as long as everybody around me was good as an empath, I was good. Mm. So um, I was, you know, at work, I had an incident in which um, this supervisor was just racist and he Mm. just made the environment so toxic that I developed anxiety and I Mm. just hated going to work. Like my chest would literally get tight as I walked into the doors because he was that overbearing and he was that, um, he was just awful. Like, Mm. I can't even find the right words 
to describe how he made me feel. But I was just, I was very silent and I suffered in silence. And I just wanted to get my, my work done. I just thought that as long as my work got done, I could deal with the BS. I could leave it at work, come home and be fine. But it was getting to a point that I was bringing that anxiety from work into my house. Wow. And it wasn't until um, I was just tired. I just woke up like, I'm just tired of feeling this way. And so I reached out to a friend that worked in my department and she said, get the ball rolling, like report him. And I did. And, and life was great. I'm here. I'm smiling. So we know who was victorious. But that that helped me to see that I need to speak up when I start to see things get out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a relationship in which I was just miserable towards the end. He was jealous. He was manipulative. He was a narcissist. Um, he was just horrible, awful. He was very accusatory. Uh, it was a lot. And it just got to a point where I said, we need to go to therapy. And um, for me to admit that we needed therapy after months of dating, that showed that I just wasn't in control. There was nothing that I could say that could pacify our arguments. There's nothing that I could do um, to make the argument stop. So taking control meant relinquishing mine and giving it to somebody else. Like, look, I need a professional diffuser of conflict that can help us because I can't do it. And apparently he can't either. Um, So the therapist gave us the tools that we needed to make our relationship better, but it's on us to use those tools. Mm. One of us can't use the tools and the other not, and it still works. Like there was a time we left therapy and we got into an argument in the car leaving therapy. And I'm like, wow, did you just not experience what we just went through? Right. Like leaving church and getting in the fight in the parking lot. Yes. So it just got, it got to a point on that ride home. I said, in order for me to get in control of this scenario, because again, I didn't drive and I, as a woman, you you don't know how men react to things outside of the happy path. Mm. Um, we're in therapy. So that means he does not have control of his emotions. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know his response to rejection. I didn't know his response to extreme anger. And I didn't know his response to not being in control because he usually was. He controlled when we started arguments. He controlled when they ended. But I was in a position to make a decision that was going to impact our lives forever. I wanted it to end. So here I'm introducing rejection. I'm giving him an introduction to a loss of power, Mm. a loss of control, and then a loss of love, a loss of a relationship. So I'm like, how can I break this to him when I'm in the car with him and I'm about to spend a couple of more hours with this man? I'm going to have to wait. So I I had to suffer about another week because we had therapy that next week. I had to suffer another week of, oh, hey, how are you? Keeping everything happy, keeping everything linear. If he started an argument, I would just concede. You know what? Never thought about it that way. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I was totally wrong. You are correcting your assessment. But I said, we have therapy on, on Wednesday. This is going to be one for the books. So I need you to prepare. And so we got to therapy. And the first thing I said was, it's over. It's over. We can we can use this hour to talk about why we didn't work. We can use this hour for you to say whatever you want to say. But it's over. When we leave this therapy session, we are no longer together. I am taking control back of my life, back of my heart, back of my mind. So whatever you got to say, the floor is yours. And he went on for an hour. <laughs> so much to the, I mean, he wow. went in on me for the hour. And I sat there like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, All I heard was womp, 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 womp. looking at the clock. Mm-hmm. And for, he paid for an additional 30 minutes to badmouth me. Another 30 wow. minutes. I didn't care. Wow. You're paying for it. You're paying for it. So once that was over, um, left out, um, that was the end. Um, he didn't leave peacefully, but um, we didn't have to, you know, call the cops or anything. Oh. But I mean, rightfully so, you're losing everything that you that you worked for, that you were excited about, that you were happy about. But yeah. in it's, that moment, it's, it's that part. Yeah. In that moment, though, I said, "Britt, my happiness has to come. <laughs> my happiness has to come first today, because." This, this is not working for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like the feeling of seeing somebody call my phone and I get a chill throughout my body. I don't <laughs> like that feeling of, you know, right to put your or... sitting outside my house. Right. I don't like that feeling of talking to my friends and they're being like, oh, he reached out to me. So just that, that no. overlying, like that cloud that was hanging over me of what next? Um, I was tired of it. And so I had to do what was best for me. Yeah. And and that's what it boils down to when you feel the slipping away from, you know, your relationships, you know, whether it be work or your romantic or even your family. You know, you, you at some point you have to say enough is enough. And you know you have to try to take back that control. Yeah. Like to say, you're not you're 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 taking possession of the situation. You're yeah. not saying that you're trying to be controlling of the right. person. You are more so getting back to some semblance of sanity. You know, because we see so many people that are in these relationships. Yes. Are, and I and I'm and I'm not gonna use the T word because everybody in the world named Mama used the word and it's it's annoying at this point. But that is just so detrimental. Yeah. And everybody else sees that look, you are losing this battle. You need to pull up. <laughs> or otherwise you're gonna crash with this person because this person is deliberately crashing your relationship yeah yeah when are you gonna put them out of the seat take control and pull up yeah and i mean that that that's deep right there because it's like this is somebody who you've been taking this ride with 
Mm-hmm. We've been taking this journey with. So sometimes I don't want to get out the car because if I'm if I'm your ride or die, I, I want to ride till the end. But that that was my mentality was ride or die for a lot of relationships that were literally killing me. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm literally dying mm-hmm. in these relationships, but I'm continuing to ride because I don't want to have this this stigma of being this person that's flaky, that's not you know compassionate, that's not one to stick by their partner's side. Again, back to the people pleasing. So it's like, at what point do I get out the car? When I see it's out of control, because baby, I've done some U-turns. I've taken some wrong turns with people. I'm going down one ways with people. I'm I'm sitting here driving blindfolded. I'm on lights and everything. We're wearing no (laughs) seatbelts. We both have our eyes off the road. Like we just were not in good spaces. But just the fact that I'm still there um, is is what made me feel like I was being a good partner. When in actuality, I was actually hurting not only myself. But the relationship and and also that person, yeah, because um, because sometimes holding on hurts the hurts worse. Yeah, you know, like you said, you were literally killing yourself. You know, yeah. what I'm saying on the inside, and yeah, we don't realize that. You know, what I'm saying like you said, we're taught to be this ride or die. You know, like oh, I don't want to feel like I'm you know letting this person down or yeah, or and it's just like well, you know, we already know that the dating pool has pee in it. <laughs> and you don't really? want to go around and try to find somebody else new and then you right. know, get to know right. them. And right. so right. we mentally right. settle. We settle in our mind. And we like, yeah. well, the person ain't that bad. They didn't spend all of my money. Right. They didn't hit me so hard. They didn't berate me so bad in front of right. my family and friends. They didn't, you know, kick me down the stairs, you know, all of them. You know, they, they, didn't, they didn't do all, you know, and we make excuses because it never starts off big. It's never a big thing. It's always little things that lead yeah. up. Like we're talking about losing control, mayday, mayday. You don't just go from flying to your whole engine is on fire. No, there are things that happen. There are small things that happen. A wire is frayed. A bird hits it. You know, anything. There's a lot that happens in between nothing and something. And we ignore it. We make excuses for it. We settle for it. And then, once we get out of it, once we somehow manage to land this wreckage, we decide we're going to get on another one. Well, you have you have some people, and I'm going to include myself in that pool, mm. where you, you get out the car, and then the person will spin the block, and you're like, should I get back in the car? Cause I'm, I'm so used to that car. Like you're so different now. Like is, is somebody, is somebody, is somebody in the car with you? So if not, different. if like not, is my spot still there? I, I, I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. There have been some situationships, um, not relationships, but situationships where we've gotten out of control. I've gotten out the car, but because he didn't drop me off at the at the worst location. I allowed him to spin the block and I got mm. back in the car. Damn. We did another iteration. I got out different yeah. spot. Still wasn't so bad, mm. but I wanted to see if he'd circle the block again and he did. 
Mm-hmm. It, it has to get to a point where he drops me off in the hood. Like, mm. where you got tumbleweed going by. You got some some danger over there where I'm mm. like, okay, maybe I should have got out a long time ago. Right. But I learned now, my lesson. Now you're out of your element. Now yeah, you're lost. I learned my now lesson. you don't know where you're going. Now right. it's just like, hmm, who am I? Where am I? How do right. I get out? And what do you Gotta do? wait for a new car. I, I gotta call car. another Uber. I gotta get another car. All right. Hopefully, this will take me to a better place. And um, hopefully, but it's, on yeah, on the on the dark side of that. Now, there is a question I want to ask all of our daters. Once you've been in that situation and you've gotten out of that situation, did your next relationship? were you overcompensating by being more controlling to kind of keep yourself from allowing yourself to like not give the control to someone else absolutely (laughs) my husband's watching my husband is watching early on when I saw red flag I told him how it was yeah. In, in previous relationships, I used to let stuff slide. Like they could easily go down a slip and slide into complacency and ignorance. Like I'd be like, "That's okay, we riding this wave together, baby." But with mm-hmm. him, it was like the first instance he tried to even prepare himself to get on my slippers. No, mm-hmm. right. dairy X, Y, and Z. You need to fix that. No mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Before you even take me off the road and we lose control i'm about to get out and start driving right. whether you, whether or not you get in the car with me is on you mm. if not uh reverdechi so you see how that story ended yeah absolutely and, you know, and of course i mean you know i i went through it too with my fiance you know she i did something you told me off the top, hey, look, I ain't with that. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. I ain't listen. Ugh. It happened again. She was like, yeah, no. And I was like, oh, oh, you was sick. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes, she was. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right. You know, I had to fix that. Like you told Darius, I had to fix that. And luckily, you know, she let me spin the block on her one more time. Man. <laughs> We've been in the car ever since. I know that's funny. <laughs> you know, control isn't gender specific in a relationship. It's not. Both Go people ahead. have to have equal control to make this thing work. Um, and what I'm thankful for is that I have a partner that recognizes that he doesn't puff his chest out because I consider him the head of the household. He doesn't exert this like toxic masculinity around the house because I consider his, his judgment, you know, the final say so. No, he, he allows me to give my input. He allows me to, you know, vocalize my opinions. He, he listens, he actively listens at that. And he will take that into consideration without giving any any buck any buck back he's not like well um that's not how it goes because i say so he's like Brittany, i thought about that 
and um, you're right. Um, there are times where his tone is not the best. And he'll come back and say, babe, was my tone off? And I'm like, yeah, it was. Your tone was off. And he's like, you know, I'm sorry about that. And I'm like, y'all know, compromise, mm-hmm. a willingness to have accountability mm-hmm. is a turn ones. Mm-hmm. Fellas, free game tonight at, I mean, 8, at 8.08 p.m. Women proof. love accountability. Living proof. Living proof. Ownership of one's crap. Mm-hmm. Genuine apologies go a long way. Mm-hmm. And change behavior change will behavior. make her say. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. And that's that's real. That is absolutely real. Um man. I, I don't like s- it. What? No, I just don't like the overall feeling like when you know that your relationship is not in a state where anybody's in control and mm-hmm. it's just going haywire and you yeah. don't know where to start and where to stop with trying to fix it. And I just remember that feeling of knowing that things were irreparable. And this was with somebody who I genuinely loved and cared for to get to that place where things are so out of control. You're like the the best way to regain control is to just let it go is one of the worst feelings in the world. One of the worst feelings in the world. I'm happier. I'm happier, Mm -hmm. but I'd rather be happier with you than happier without you. But you know, life isn't always fair. And dating isn't always fair. Yeah. That's that's something that we got to talk about. And I think people give up because it gets a little rough. But nobody said dating was easy. Like, nobody said that dating was something that was very linear. Mm -hmm. Um, There are people that luck up and meet their spouse on, you know, the the first encounter. And they fall in love and get married and have children get a dog, get a house with a picket fence. That's great, but that's that's that doesn't happen with everyone. Yeah. We got to go through the, we got to go through the, the the war zone, the battlefield. We got to get cuts and scrapes, bruises. Um <laughs> you know, we, we lose pieces of ourselves. You know, we put our heart out there. And we still go into these situations, the new ones, as if I've never been hurt. Yeah. <clears throat> in, <clears throat> excuse me. In hopes that this time will be different. You know what I'm saying? Like you're 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 hoping that every single time. Yeah. And yes, that shit sucks. Yes. Yeah. And I get you know why some people say you know what I'm done with dating I'm done with trying to be in somebody's relationship I'm done because it's only so many times that you can put your heart out there before you really lose that part that really wants to open it up again to somebody yeah and then you find yourself in these meaningless surface you know you know relationships or situationships which harkens back to one of our old shows it's okay not to be in love 
hey do you do you as long as you ain't hurt nobody else do you so how do we recognize when things are going out of control Brett? how do we oh gosh i mean it's 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 pretty evident um Mm. i mean for for one i think each scenario is different but you can tell when something is out of control when it deviates from your normal like when you're used to okay i feel this way about something this person feels a way about something we always come in the middle and we work it out and and life goes on when it gets to a point when you feel your way about something and the other person feels their way and nobody is giving any leeway to even try to compromise mm-hmm. no yeah. no when it gets to a point when where the relationship this no longer brings you a sense of happiness brings you a sense of peace like when you don't have control of something what are the emotions that go through your head like you have a feeling of uncertainty a feeling of anxiety a feeling of just hopelessness a feeling of just loss those same type of emotions come into play when you're in your 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 relationship or when you're dating those same types of feelings of hopelessness there's nothing that I can say or that he can say, she can say, we can say or that we can do to make this situation better. There's a sense of anxiety like, oh my gosh, like I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall. I'm waiting for that bad incident to happen. I'm just waiting for the bad. And the fact that you can't even anticipate the good means that being a pessimist may actually mean you're being realistic mm-hmm. and that's the part that's sad like if yeah. you think the worst and the worst is actually your reality you're, you're losing control mm-hmm. and not in a good way yeah I, man you, you you said something there when you said when you're waiting for the other shoe to drop that is such a horrible place to be in a relationship oh my gosh because you're on guard you can't let yourself go yes yes always on guard don't feel that that (sighs) yes you're around that person and you're more so like (gasps) like your your shoulders are ready to square up. Exactly. <laughs> you see me. You you you. Right. <laughs> you here with it. And Let me take you a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's just like you always got to be, you know, ready for something. You know, like oh, I knew this was I knew, exactly, Didi. Exactly. You're in survival mode. You're yes. In survival. That is no way to be in a relationship that is supposed to be about love, about about respect, about honor, about compromise, about the honesty and, and truthfulness and peacefulness. And yet you're always on guard. That is a horrible place to be 
in a relationship. And I encourage anyone, and I mean that anyone, I don't care if it's your your mate, your coworker, your boss, your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your, your best friend. If you are in something like that, walk away. It's okay. Walk away. Walk away. Walk away. I don't care. Oh, that's your that show this that show that no walk the fuck away that is not the place that you need to be in because all it does is just it makes you so it it, it takes you not only out of that relationship but it takes you out of all your other relationships because now you're thinking everybody else is on the same kind of path you think everybody else is coming against you anything that you know they disagree with you with and it's like oh Oh, you want, oh, you like the other person. Yeah. No. Like, yeah, like DD said, it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of work. If you are comfortable, because um, let's, again, let's be honest, how many people stayed in situations they weren't supposed to out of comfort? Right? I know I did. So, so to leave comfort, and I mean, not even just in relationships, who has stayed on a job they know they didn't like? Yes. But because it paid the bills and you had job security and stability, you stayed. Mm-hmm. How many people stayed in an apartment? Y'all might have had roaches, but that rent was looking right. That rent was looking right. I just exactly. like a little reefer. Yeah. It was in your price point. How many people stayed? How many people stayed with with friends mm-hmm. that knew that they had outgrown, but because they made them feel safe and you get to turn up and be yourself, you stay. Yeah. Well, that applies yeah. to relationships too. You stay where you're comfortable. Right. You stay where you feel like, okay, I can I can let my breath out and let my hair down and be myself. So to mm-hmm. to say. You need to uproot and leave something that you're used to to get to hopefully get something new. Is this a known uncertainty that you have? It takes a lot of courage. Who leaves a job when you don't have one lined up? Ooh, I've never done Ooh. that. Never. <laughs> Who All leaves right. a relationship knowing they have a boyfriend waiting around the corner? I've never done that either. Yeah. 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 So it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of faith. It, that, mm, that's that's faith. That. to I know that there's going. better out there for you. That that's faith, and that's something that a lot of people in the relationship realm need to work on. Like there is better out there for you, but it's that lingering doubt of what if there's not? Who cares? Mm. Who cares? Mm. That's good. Can you read that, Charles? That's sure. Uh, yeah, Letitia said, hey, Letitia. Hey, Alex. Man, I miss y'all. How y'all doing? <laughs> uh, she said, uh, divorce really made me reevaluate all things in my life. I've learned how to live in discomfort to elevate. If it's not working, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. that. <laughs> That's it. Ain't no punchline to that shit like that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I don't know what else. I don't know what else people want. I don't know what else to say to that, but I love that. And to think, y'all, like marriage, marriage is supposed to be for forever. So I love her her take on it. If right. if 
this doesn't serve me i'm out right now <laughs> you know when it comes to that you know i and I'm I'm seeing a lot more now of of people literally just like you know what yeah I'm I'm done. Twenty years, thirty years. Twenty years. Th- I mean, like just sometimes even two years, and I'm like, oof. So John got just married in the first place a year. Six and it months. makes me and it, and it and it makes me think. I'm like, okay, okay, all right. Are you doing it because you are? temporarily not happy or are you completely not happy well here's the thing you you can tell that if they get back together right away mm-hmm. but you, I, I have not seen i personally do not know anyone that has gotten divorced and then got back together it happened i'm not saying it happened but mm-hmm. i don't know anyone in which it did happen so some people are just legitimately unhappy yeah. And that's just not their person, which, I mean, you can you can go down the laundry list of what went wrong or what have you, but mm. they're, they're doing what serves them and what is best for them. Um, some couples may try couples therapy. Some people may say, look, it's too much to bear. Gotta go. But yeah. as long as they're happy with their decision... Um, more power to them. But as for me and my house, we're fighting for it. Yeah, like I just finished watching um, the best man, the final chapters. Oh my gosh! And you know the the Robin and Harper's. Oh my gosh! Marriage. My gosh! <sighs> like we I, may have to do a form on that. We may have to do a we form. May, on we may thing. have to. We may have. Yes. To. Well, I see, I see where she was coming from, but I'm also contesting of how she went about it. Oh, Charles, you know what? I think we need to do a weekly best man series and mm. breaking down every relationship on that show. Because every relationship is different and it mm-hmm. shows a different side of, of dating and marriage. We need to, yes. Yeah. I think we need to definitely do a weekly and start with, yeah, we got to start with them. Yeah. yeah. We got to start with them. They may, they may, next week, should we start with them next week? Oh, yeah, I'm good with that. It's yeah. still fresh in everybody, you know. In oh my gosh, you know, that's homework. Still, that is homework. That is homework. Uh, I, I I have been dying to dissect that with a group of people. Yeah. Um, if you want to look, come on the show, y'all. We would like people to discuss it with us that have watched Best Man. So mm-hmm. let's let's have a let's have a roundtable, and we're gonna talk this thing out for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Every I'm relationship will get discussed. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm I'm definitely with that. Yeah. I'll start putting the promos and everything together. Okay, so I'm sorry. We got some comments. Oh, hey, y'all. Uh, let's see. Andrea said my dad and stepmom did that sleep mess. Merged <laughs> for 26 years, got divorced, and then like three years later, they're basically back together. If you want a break, you better go in the other room. That's the right. only break you're getting from me. Right. That, yeah. <laughs> like, the why, why, why get a divorce then? That's the only break you're getting from me. 
if I pissed you off or you pissed me off, one of us is going in the other room. I, I'll call you when food is ready. Like that. that, that Why was like, I about to say that? Why was I about to say that? Because that's it. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Like yes, and I get it. everybody has different breaking points. There, there are certain things that people can handle. There are certain things that other people can't. I absolutely one thousand percent get that. I'm so curious. I, you know what? We got to do a show on that too. If you know anybody that is willing to come on the show, because my biggest question is, what made you realize that was your person again? <laughs> Out of all the people in the world, I got the, I got the perfect title for that one. I got the perfect title for that. You one. come back to the same person. You're my person again. Why? <laughs> Out of all the people in the sea. That's like going to Cheesecake Factory, ordering the the macaroni bites. I don't like them. But I'm gonna go back and go ahead and get them. And can I get the um? <laughs> let me get them macaroni bites. So can I get those. And then add some sauce so that so it's different, so it seems new. Gross. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Like out of yeah. all the people. World. Wow. Okay, boom, boom, settle. We got, we got y'all, y'all, the, y'all the best, y'all. We, we got, we, y'all keep us on our toes, y'all. So yeah, I'm like, excited. No, seriously, I've been down to discuss the best man final chapter. Yo, because it's been sitting on my brain for that. So I, I had the week. I had the right. I had the weekend to kind of like decompress. Thank you, my yes. love. Thank you, thank you, Diddy, for allowing me to have that. Um, to just decompress, to try to you know just get my world together, back in order, and I watched it, and I was just like, huh, <laughs> huh, <laughs> okay, I see, yeah, stupid, but okay, <laughs> and yeah. I saw that from I saw that from a, a couple people in in a couple of the relationships, um. But I I enjoyed it. It was thorough, which I'm glad it oh was. Oh my gosh, what a great show! I'm so the first glad episode was a little scary for me. I yeah. thought it was going to be this cheesy yeah. eight episode. Yeah, yeah. They, they put the, like crap. They put their like, heart and souls me. into it, and it all came to a fairly beautiful conclusion. Yes. Um, the dynamic for me um, when we start next Thursday on Harper and Robin mm-hmm. um, that will be a talk for the books because it will. It will. My, my opinions go against the grain on who the villain out of those two is um, <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> you gotta watch it but the, I'm, I'm literally about to say it but um hmm you got it, Malvin. Let me see. Huh? Who do you think is the villain? Come on now. Come on now. We're going to save it for next week. We're going to save it. Okay. I know. <laughs> I got excited. I mean, but, um, Harper, Robin. Then you Harper have, and Robin. Then you have Jordan on the, on the outskirts. Hmm. Oh yeah! Oh, oh, oh! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! 
That's a whole nother layer. That's a whole nother. Y'all saw my. Layer. I know my lashes are really long today, but I have to. I have to really squint my eyes to that. Um, like, if you watch the the first the first movie, the first installment, and the second installment, mm. I, my recommendation is watch the series and mm. then watch the two installments so that you can get a full picture of the dynamic between everyone. Robin is one of my favorite characters, actually. When you watch the first you know, movie, you know what? Somehow, somehow, that 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 makes a lot of sense of with how your own character is. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. She's one of my favorite. Tactful. She handled a lot of situations with grace when she could have popped off. Homegirl could have popped off uh, several times, mm-hmm. but she handled it with grace. And you have Jordan that has her hands behind her back, like, "Hey, okay, all right, girl." So we'll 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 discuss all of that next week. Mm. Yeah, that Dee Dee. Thank you. Mm. People don't want to discuss Jordan. People want to call Robin the villain, but they need to go back and watch the first two installments of the movie. I feel like when you just come in and you haven't yeah, watched the movie in from, right, and you're watching right, the series, I right. can see why people think that Robin is a villain. But when mm-hmm. you watch them first two installments, then you mm-hmm. go into the series, mm-hmm. you're like, what's wrong with it? Then you're like, Robin ain't that bad. Mm-hmm. And 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 that was and that was the that was the problem. Yo, y'all, 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 y'all doing the much. Y'all doing the, save it for next save it for next Thursday. Save it for next Thursday. Y'all y'all about to go off in these comments. Y'all chill out. <laughs> but um yeah, yeah. Because with those two between Harper and Robin, and it came up several times in the other relationships between Harper and other people. Yeah. And they were trying to give him the hints, like, yo, 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 <laughs> but yo. Well, next week is going to be absolutely magical because <laughs> the conversation is going to be fire. The conversation. Um, I know we all have different perspectives. Yeah, um, yeah. But team, team Robin. Next week. This <laughs> ain't no school and learn now. She's already on show you picked her side. I've already picked my side. <laughs> I've already picked it. And it's not changing. But no, my my homework, our homework for you all, if you have time. Mm-hmm. If you don't, just read the read, read the online. Yeah, 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 read the Wikipedia. We got a whole synopsis. Read the Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. Watch the first one. Yeah, go on YouTube. I know somebody came up with a whole like synopsis video. Yeah. Read it, um, but yeah, that the, the movies will give you insight into how people move and why they move the way they do yeah. in the series. Um, after Robin and Harper, we can, I mean, after that, we can discuss whoever couples we want to talk about after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm cool, but that I think that's the Shelby biggest. and Shelby and uh, Shelby and Q, you know, I. It, again, if you didn't watch the movies, Shelby was was with Shelby was with Merch first. 
I forgot that. I'm like, wait a minute. Where did Shelby come in? Shelby was, was with merch. Always there. She was always yep. there. Shelby was with merch. So you'll see Shelby. I never liked Shelby. I respect Shelby. I say I liked it. I respect Shelby. I respect her for a few reasons. And we'll get to that in that week. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I do not Mm -hmm. like her. Mm -hmm. Um, Q, who, who, yeah. The husband. uh, Yeah. Unpopular opinion with all the couples is what I'm bringing every week. And I was, and I was honestly so surprised to see my cousin, like in there. I was so surprised really? to see her in there. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nicole Ari Parker. She played really? Unicorn. Yeah, I, I didn't know she was in it. I was like, oh, hey. I was like, little please. You know, and she is one of my favorites. Really? That Nicole played that role. She was. She made those episodes what it was. She did. She she did that shit. She did that shit. Without Drea, crying. come bring that heat. When we talk about Shelby, I bet you we have the same reason. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody here. Everybody gonna know. Everybody got the same. All right, y'all. It's eight thirty-two. We out of here. We love y'all so much. Love y'all. Thanks for watching. Tune in next yes. week. Your homework. Watch Best Man One. Watch the second installment, and then watch the series. If you can't watch, read the synopsis. We don't care. We're not one of those where it's like, you can't read the cliff notes. Do what you got to do. Be prepared. If you want to come on the show and be a guest, let us know by that Tuesday so we can put your picture out there for you to share with your friends, your family. You'll be famous. Mm-hmm. All right. So thank y'all for once again watching the thank best show that's on the in the world. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, I ain't got nothing else. Buy some merch. Yes, please. Online dating workshop. We we will be dropping that flyer again with the updated prices. Kitching. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, we're here to help. <laughs> love y'all. <laughs> love y'all. <laughs>